Life is an epic journey. Live it unleashed. Hey, fellow journeyers, Jeremy here. Welcome back to the Living Unleashed podcast. You know, life is an epic journey, and God offers us a passionate life that is defined by hope, filled with joy, marked by peace, and walks in freedom. And so we are intentionally shaping our lives that we might experience this epic journey that God has for us. And we're doing that right now by reading through Luke and Acts together here on Season 2 of the Living Unleashed podcast. Today, we are on Luke chapter 12. Now, one thing I'd like to say about each of these uh, devotional times that we spend together here on the podcast is it is just not possible to cover all the different points of a chapter in any of these uh, books. So if there's things we don't touch on or don't cover and you want to talk about them uh, in a deeper way, ask questions, feel free to send me an email or make a comment on the, uh, uh, on the website or the Facebook post and then get other people involved in a conversation over those points. My email is jeremy at livingunleashed.org. All right, today we're going to kind of focus on the central part, uh, the center part of chapter 12 here. Um, and, and there's a theme that works across about two or three of these uh, scenes that takes place, and that theme is a theme of trust, trust, and how we trust God. And, and it starts out there at the end of the first section where Jesus is talking about our worth to God, and if, you know, sparrows, if he knows where all the sparrows are, he's, he's got you. Okay, you're more valuable to him than, than many sparrows. And in that, it talks about, there seems to be this kind of, uh, well, in some respects, it almost seems like it doesn't quite fit, just kind of thrown in there. But I don't think it is, because if we're so valuable to God, then when you get down to verse 11, he says, and when you are brought to trial in the synagogues and before rulers and authorities, don't worry about how to defend yourself or what to say. For the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what needs to be said. It builds on this idea that you're valuable to God, and God's got, you know, he's got your back. He's going to take care of you. Now, I know that in my head, one of the things that I'm guilty of worrying over is worrying over how I'm going to take care of some given situation that may or may not ever even occur, and what I would say, and and the like, and what, <laughs> what uh, Jesus is saying. Don't be worried about that. If you get in a position where you need to speak, the Holy Spirit will teach you in that moment what to say. But see, that, that assumes that we are living life in the Spirit, that we are listening to the Spirit, that we're walking each day and each moment wanting to hear what God has to say to us in His Spirit. It, it assumes that we're spending time in God's Word like we're doing here on this podcast, that we're listening for the Spirit of God. So that when we get in situations where we need to speak, we can trust the Spirit to teach us what to say in that moment. Trust the Spirit to show us how to respond in a way that will glorify God and address the situation, answer the question or the accusation or, um, or whatever, to bring peace into the moment, to reduce conflict. What, whatever the moment's need is, we can trust that the Holy Spirit will be there and that God will provide. 
Jesus goes on to tell a parable about the rich fool. And and this is a guy who just has accumulated so much more, so much, and he just has he he gains more and he doesn't have enough room to store it. So he invests in tearing all that he has down and building more so that he can store it. So he can sit back, kind of fat and sassy, and say, Man, I've got it easy now for the next several years. And Jesus said, you know, that's where you're putting your trust. You know, if you die tonight, who's going to get it? What good has it done? What has it changed? What, you know, what is that? You know, what is that about? Again, it goes back to trust. Where do we put our trust? Okay. He says a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but not have a rich relationship with God. So in other words, the rich relationship with God, this trusting relationship is what is most important, that that is the priority, that that is. And then he goes on to say, why? Because we can trust God to take care of us. He says, you know, don't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink. You know, God's going to take care of you. He provides for, he he provides for um, nature. He provides for the, the birds of the air, the grass of the fields. He can provide for you. What's he say? Verse 31, seek the kingdom of God above all else, and he will give you everything you need. That's trust. I mean, what a place to be able to live, to trust in God in that manner that he's going to provide, that he is is going to, um, he's going to be there. He goes on to say, so, you know, sell your possessions, give to those in need. This will store up treasure for you in heaven, and the purses of heaven never get old or develop holes. Your treasure will be safe. No thief can steal it. No moth can destroy it. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. See, when we're seeking after God, when we're seeking his kingdom first, when we're trusting God for our provision, even down to the words we're going to say, we're placing our treasure in heaven. And where our treasure is, there our heart is also. And, and when our heart is so seeking God, we have promises in Scripture that we will have a peace that passes all understanding, that we're going to have a joy that is unspeakable. We have a hope of what is to come, uh, not to be beat down by all the current events going on around us, all of our cur- own current situations and circumstances, but the hope of the life that is forever and the life that is to come and the kingdom that is going to come in its fullest, uh, in its fullness. Man, we have that hope, and so we can be free, free, and that's what we want, man. We want that freedom. What a wonderful feeling freedom is. And so it comes down to trust and trusting God and just trusting that he is who he says he is, that he loves me the way he says he loves me, that he will care for me the way he says he'll care for me. And I don't have to worry. I don't have to be anxious. I don't have to try to figure out all the possibilities of the future and be prepared to take them on. I can trust God in the moment. I can trust that the Holy Spirit will teach me what I need to know in the moment. If I have my attention on the Holy Spirit, 
Now, that's not a flippant going about, oh, well, you know, God will take care of me in that moment, and then I just go about my merry old way. No, that is a, I have my eyes so focused on God. I'm trusting him for every moment. I'm watching his every move. I want to be right where he's at. I want to be doing what he's doing. I want to be doing what he's called me to do, and that when I'm living that way, when I'm seeking his kingdom, when I'm seeking him, he's going to take care of everything else. That's what I can trust. I can let those things down. I I can take care of that because I know God's going to take care of this, so I can focus. I can take care of being focused on his kingdom. I can trust that he's always going to be there, that he's going to give me what I need in the moment and, and take care of me. He's going to help me in any situation. He's going to, uh, you know, if as Paul writes, I mean, if I'm tempted, he's going to provide a way out. He's not going to let me be tempted beyond what I can bear. If uh, He will take care of my daily provisions if I just seek him first and don't worry about the rest of it. If I get into a position where I have to give a defense of my faith, or I have to enter into a difficult and challenging situation and bring the reconciliation of God to that, or, or bring a peace to that, or a resolution to a conflict, or I have to ask for some forgiveness, or I have to forget whatever. I can trust the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will take care of me in that moment. That's what it says. He'll even teach me what I need to know right that moment so that I can say what needs to be said. I mean, that is living in trust. And when we do that, when we're living that way, when we seek the kingdom of God first, everything else is taken care of. And we can have a life, this passionate life, that is defined by hope, that is filled with joy, that is marked by peace, and that walks in freedom. And that is what it means to live unleashed. So I invite you to trust God today. I invite you to put your whole faith and trust in him and and in all that he has for you, all that he can do for you, all that he will do for you if you seek him first, if you put your trust in him, and if you act in faith. And remember, what is faith? Faith is a deliberate or decisive action on the basis of a firm conviction that God's help is available to you in Jesus Christ. And that's faith. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to trust God in that faith. And we're going to live our lives unleashed. So this is Jeremy. I hope you've had a great day. I hope I hope you do have a great day. I hope you have a, had a great time here on the Living Unleashed podcast, diving deeper into this uh, chapter. If you haven't read it yet, there's a lot of other good stuff we didn't even touch on. Uh, but just can't in 10 minutes. Make sure you're sharing this with a friend. Invite them along on the journey. As the more of us that are gathered together in this journey, the richer it becomes because we were made and intended to be on a journey together. So, hey, thanks again for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day and keep on living unleashed.